वेलकम बैक गाइस टू द चाय विद चाय ऑफी पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट वीरल शाह कमिंग बैक आफ्टर ऑलमोस्ट टू टू एंड हाफ इयर्स बिकॉज ऑफ द पैंडमिक आई कुडेंट होस्ट एनी वन बट नाउ वी आर बैक विद अनदर होस्ट ऑफ माइंड व्लैडिमिर Vladimir is from Russia. He stays in Italy. Currently, he is in Kerala on an Erasmus program, studying about entrepreneurship. But he is on a travel right now all over the India, and this is his first pit stop, which is at my place, Viral Shah's host. And this is his first couch surfing host ever in India. Hello guys, welcome back. Today's podcast is gonna be super super raw because I didn't have much much time to prepare the questions, so I'm just gonna be asking him whatever comes to my mind and no preparations, nothing else. And yeah, let's start. Hey Vlad, what's up? How are you, buddy? Hey, hey, what's up, Viral? And thank you for having me here. And I, I'm really enjoying the experience with you on couch surfing. And yeah, as you mentioned, you're my first couch surfing host in India, but I couldn't have expected better experience. uh so far yeah thank you for having me again oh no worries man thank you so much to give a little bit about all of this podcast of mine i host a lot of couch surfers over my house which is this one's a new house so this is vlad is the first new couch surfer that i'm hosting and the podcast always happen over a cup of chai all brewed beautifully by me so yeah here it is we are discussing about all that stuff so let's start with vlad tell us a little bit about yourself how's your journey been how's your experiences of life been and Yeah we can take it ahead from there. Okay okay so I'm sorry so far and the uh, last 5 years I has been traveling around the world let's say I visited uh, a few continents I spent a year in Latin America I spent a few years in Europe I've stayed in Asia mostly in China uh and well yeah I'm trying to discover as uh, as much as as possible the world around and uh to get to know the all cultures and people and Yeah I I do love to stay with couch surfers because this is the best way to to in- introduce yourself to the local culture and to uh, to explore what is it about to be and to live uh, as a local people do in uh, in their places so now I'm in India uh, this is my like second week in India and I do enjoy it a lot really and India yeah it's a, it's a very special and particular pre- place in the world apparently so um yeah but so far i couldn't expect it uh i couldn't expect better experience oh that's lovely so you said you had stayed around china right and it was around the time when the covid started so yeah tell how the how did that event unfold and before we go into that tell us a little bit about how you were born in russia and how the whole experience towards staying in italy was and now what made you select india as an erasmus program and then how exactly is the uh, program of entrepreneurship turning out and maybe once all these questions are answered we can discuss the covid china stuff so yeah all right all right so yeah uh, i was born not in a big city uh, and i used to live there until i was 17 and then i left my hometown and my home place uh this is russia right yeah 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 we're talking about russia and uh, i moved to a pretty big city which is st petersburg and i got my bachelor degree in physics wow physics <laughs> yeah incredible yeah uh by the way i'm a physicist but it happened like more than kind of 10 years ago so <laughs> i'm not feeling anymore being a scientist but anyway yeah then i got the master degree in economy and i started my job um at the banking and so After a few years I I got kind of you know maybe burnout or like just bored by this uh, daily routine and so I decided to to move further somewhere and I found a uh, a year long project in Italy being a volunteer over there 
and I just uh, left my job, left everything, everybody uh, behind me, let's say, and I moved to Italy, but without expecting it uh, that long, like, to be, you know, because I was thinking that it's going to be just a year, kind of vacation of my life, and then I come back to Russia, and I stay there, and uh, I go with uh, a kind of common way of living because you know in Russia it's a very very well well programmed I don't know I would say strictly programmed way of living you know you go to the university you get a job you get a couple uh, a partner I mean and uh, then you're married then you have kids and uh, step by step you do the same thing as most of people do and uh, at some point I, I don't know what I decided I decided maybe just simply to escape from there uh, and uh, yeah I Honestly, I don't see the way to come back and uh, to become again like a part of this community. So I'm looking for my own way and uh, yeah, it is how it is. And well, yeah, since uh, like five years ago, I started to to travel around very, very much. And um, it, it had changed my life so, so significantly. And uh, I've seen already so many different cultures, people, places, and uh, it, it, it really opened my mind. And uh it makes you also feel a bit like confused because you don't see the only way and since you don't see the only way you don't understand what is the, what is the right way to, to be and so very often I just try to go with the flow and whatever life gives me I just appreciate it and I try to to be in uh, I don't know in um, in the harmony with that so that's how I am here <laughs> also you know in your place and uh, since I just came into your apartment I started to feel like to be in a real harmony with you guys and with your roommates who are also very great people um, yeah this is how it is more or less yeah man that's beautiful I mean if I can go back to that question where you said it's a set lifestyle that a lot of people stay in I guess it's not just Russia that has a set lifestyle but a lot of people around the world even in India if I talk about it's almost like you know, a set uh, pattern of things that you study till 2021, do masters maybe till 2025, then probably start getting married, then kids and then grandkids and the life probably goes on. So it's not an easy way to go out of that structured way of planning that everyone wants you to get it. So, you know, like I'm sure you must have as you're speaking about people in Russian community almost going through that stage. Now you haven't been going to that stage. So how does it feel different from it? And do you enjoy going out of that whole structured living life? Or do you regret it? How exactly is it planning out for you? No, no, no. Most of the time I'm just feeling happy about that and uh, about the decisions that they made before. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I do remember a precise day, for example, in Machu Picchu in Peru. And I was wearing the t-shirt from my volunteering project in Italy. Okay. And I, I really started to feel like so thankful about this volunteering experience because it, it had changed my life like completely. And after a year in Italy, I just decided, okay, I'm not coming back. What what could I do? And I found the, the way to come to Latin America. And I was volunteering there in, in so many places. I, I used to stay for a long time, like in six different countries, basically like two, three months each other, uh, each one. And, uh, yeah, then I, I don't know, for example, I learned the new language, Italian, during the year in Italy. Wow. Then I learned the Spanish in, in Latin America. And so, you know, 
Yeah, doing all that things, the, I don't know, studying the, the new languages, doing the new things all the time because I, I don't know, I used to be a honey producer in Argentina, I used to oh, teach. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely experience that I've had. So you used to make my honey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to the fields, you know, and feed the bees and like prepare the food for them, you know, and like collecting some uh, some honey and then using the centrifuge, you know, uh, for, I don't know, I don't remember how you play, uh, how you call this, like things with the honey that is produced by bees but you collect them you give them like the uh, sugar based food that, so they, they're not getting angry at you that you take well, take away the, the honey from the honey them, from them. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah it was very lovely experience and like I mean First of all, and anyway, it's it's more about people than about the things that you do for me in my case. Because for sure, for sure. Yeah, you just see the passionate people about something and you try to become a part of their like daily life for a few oh, days yeah. or for a few weeks, sometimes for a few months also. And in some cases, you also start to feel like being a part of their family. And um, another, another thing comes to my mind, I was, uh, I was volunteering in a family in Ecuador and it's like the... Um, the indigenous family, you know, such a community which is kind of wow. disappearing, you know, from the from okay. the years now, and they still use um, the local language which is called Kichwa, uh, and so I, I stayed with them longer for a month, and then when I was leaving them. You know, uh, their mom, she was crying and like hugging me and telling me like, whatever happens to you, just let us know and we will help you out and we'll come to any place you so are So sweet. Yeah, and I started to feel like, wow, there is only one person in the world who says to me the same things and it was my own mom, you know, okay. back to Russia. And th this, this lady, this uh, Rebecca, his name, she was so nice to me and, you know, the whole family and I got like two Ecuadorian sisters, you know, oh, wow. uh, sisters and, uh, and my Ecuadorian father as well. So greetings to them. I don't know if they ever listen to that, but it would be cool. Man. So, yeah. The experience is amazing, and I, I never regret it. And even if I feel down, you know, I just go go again through through all the things I've done, and I feel like so grateful, and I do appreciate it so much. So no, no, no regrets. For sure, for sure, big time. When you say indigenous, what does exactly that mean? Yeah, they, I don't know. They wear their proper clothes. They have their own culture. You know, for example, one thing that I enjoyed about their houses. They they live in a in a district uh, with all their like I don't know the same indigenous people you know and they don't have any fence around their houses so they trust each other so much but basically what they told me as well if anybody uh, stole anything they would just cut their hands you know <laughs> that's how it works wow. but it never happened like last I don't know decades or whatever maybe for centuries and so yeah for example the men. They always like grow down the the hair and they have the I don't know how to call it, the tail you know the okay. very long tail and as longer it is as as more respect you have in your community for wow. example I also participated in some marriages uh, over there and like a, a week before the marriage and marriages are like huge you know they're having like usually five hundred seven hundred people for the wedding ceremony but a week before. The guy, uh, he goes from his place to the, um, to the, how you call it, the bride place, yeah? The lady place, and uh, they try to kind of buy the, the, the bride from her, uh, from her parents, and uh, you bring a lot of stuff, like, you know, uh, I don't know, sacks of uh, potato, lots of um, beer, lots of fruits, lots of 
So at one point, they were bringing like the cow to the to the bride's house. Wow! And they also having like a party in a, a a week before the official marriage. So yeah, I I've participated in all that like you know rituals, let's say kind of traditions. Sweet. And yeah, it was it was amazing. So then it would be like a tribal kind of a culture, if I'm not wrong, yes, from exactly, the way you were exactly. ex- ex- explaining all of that. Yeah, it's a tribe culture. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, I wouldn't see something like that happening in a city culture, maybe or a metropolitan culture. But no maybe way. guess uh, rural culture has more of those kind of experiences, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's one of the beautiful things about traveling in general. But again, through couchsurfing, you find those local people and you stay with it. So it's again incredibly good. Again, guys, this podcast is not at all sponsored by Couchsurfing. I just love the damn idea of the whole thing, so I just keep hosting podcasts with all these people. So, talking about me being hosting, and you know, like when you said looking at the past experiences and all, these two years I haven't myself been able to host any of the people. But then the moment your message came, the request of staying at my place came, and I was just was looking at the previous references on Couchsurfing that people have put up about. me i just uh, got amazed and awestruck like i'm like i have given some um, incredible experiences to people now yours as well and that just got me thinking that why haven't i been doing this for the last past one or two years of course covid had its own problematic uh, scenes that had been there but i guess we are getting better now Touch, touch wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned from India. Yeah, right? touch wood. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I go host more and more cool people. Yeah. So coming back to that COVID scenes and you being in China, so give us a little bit about like how exactly the whole thing unfolded because you were like in the prime time of Precisely. COVID in China itself, and then you had your COVID as well for yourself. So how was the event unfolded, and how thankful and grateful are you that you lived outlived the COVID scenes that had happened to you, and now you are sitting here sipping chai with me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In China, it was pretty, pretty crazy to be honest, because I just arrived like three or four months before uh, it all started, and uh, I got my job and was well paid, and uh, the experience was also nice. And I was teaching English to the kids, to the Chinese ones, and uh, you know, kids are everywhere, great, and they they are very nice, and I like to work with them. And then uh, in, in January, like in in January 2020, uh, I started to travel b- uh, due to the. Um, Holidays that they I don't know they give you because in China they only have one period in the, in the year and they have like ten days of holidays so basically all country just moving around like to their hometowns and I got these ten days and I went to Beijing which is the capital of uh, of China and just in front of my face they started to put all this uh, I don't know how you call it like orders yeah. Uh, about shutting down all the places so everything started to be closed and. Uh, I, I went to the Great Wall in China for the last day when it was open. Then the next day, precisely, it was closed. I don't know for how many months, and I'm not sure if it's open yet. Um, and yeah, it, it became very crazy because Chinese people they such a, like you know they following the rules that the government say. So just the same day, more or less, I don't know, 25th of January, I would say, uh, the government told them that uh, you must stay home and you don't go out at all. And uh, by that day, I was in Shanghai, which is I don't know, maybe the biggest city in the world, or precise like apparently one of them. And uh, there are like 27 or so people, and 27 millions people, and they all stayed home. And you know, it was an empty city of Shanghai, and uh, apparently not that many people experienced that. 
So yeah, I was I was surprised, but not uh, not kind of in a good way because I expected something different from there. And uh, well, I didn't have any any other choice than to to leave China at the at the end of January 2020, and I went to Thailand for just a month because I expected that it's not gonna last longer than a month, and then I can come can come back and uh, just uh, keep my working over there. But so far, I haven't been to China anymore <laughs> more than more than a year and a half ago. Well, yeah. I mean, it 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 it, uh, it broke lots of my plans, honestly. But uh, it just uh, it just proves me again that you never should plan that far. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, be flexible and be open to the new opportunities and uh, whatever. Yeah, I use I use my time in a different way uh, due to this all COVID situation and pandemic. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, what made you choose India to come to India from all the way from Italy just for a entrepreneurship Erasmus program like, this is something that I'm very curious about like, you have a tons and tons of cities as well as countries to go to how exactly India and that too for the first time because I'm sure a lot of people would have just given you a perception based on my previous experiences with couch surfing people it's like it's not safe it's, it's a poor country blah 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 so you know like what's the decision that made you come to the country and specifically Kerala for the entrepreneurship program Okay, honestly, I, I wouldn't say that education was the first reason to come, but you know, like the the whole picture of India in my mind, that what made me excited about my potential journey, potential travel over here, because I don't know, uh, and talking about, you know, poverty and poor countries and rich countries, it's such a bullshit, because, you know, I, I, I honestly prefer to travel like in, let's say, simpler places than the rich places, because in simpler places you... You feel there's hospitality of people around, and yeah, what I wanted to talk uh, to uh, tell about when you mentioned the couch surfing, and again, it's not sponsored by them, but really, man, I feel the same as I was feeling in uh, in South America, and in, in South America, I would say the the level of life, you know, uh, it's kind of the same, more or less. It's it's very similar to India, and there, it's it, it works the same way, you know. You just put the public trip on couch surfing, and people start to text you like directly, you know. You even don't send very often the private messages because they're curious, they're interested uh, into the hosting you and like into sharing the cultures and I don't know, people are all more open as I can see here in India and like uh, as it happened to me in Latin America and otherwise like in European countries people are kind of spoiled already by all the tourists and travelers and so they're not that much excited about let's say us busy <laughs> yeah yeah i don't no really it doesn't, I mean, when it doesn't, you say doesn't when you like, say us do you just mean russians as no, per no, se no, or no, like, no. Uh, like any travelers per se kind of yeah backpackers you know moving all around the world okay. but it's it's really not that that spe- specific for them as it would be like here in india or like i don't know in argentina or something like that okay yeah people are mu- much more like welcoming you in, in that kind of places so, and talking about India, yeah, for sure, like the, the culture, I, I know that the culture is so rich and the history is so rich and uh, it's all it's all so different everywhere from state to the state. And uh, yeah, uh, I kind of came to Kerala, but you know, it was, it was about coming to India at all. And so, yeah, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to travel more and I'm going to discover more. And so, uh, as I can see already, like Kerala is so different from, uh, from Maha... Maharashtra. Maharashtra. <laughs> yeah, which is the name of the state where we, we are in Mumbai. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all about the diversity, it's all about the culture, and it's all about the 
being different from from other countries because everybody in the world knows that India is such a such a particular place and uh, I, I'm really curious about to get to know that better than uh, many many other people and I already see the differences you know with from from the usual perception for sure and all this I don't know prejudges prejudice prejudice that you mentioned before uh, I already can say that it's a fucking bullshit and so <laughs> never follow them just go experience it on your own and then then make the yeah. know, conclusion and then talk about it but not before being based on what the news or like Fair enough. even the books are yeah they're cool but <laughs> no no that's the one main reason I wanted to ask the questions to you because when you like you know there are always certain adjectives that are always there for a certain place so now when you say India from a perspective of a foreigner or a perspective from a ab- person who's coming from abroad the adjectives that they will associate with India and this I'm being very what do you call generalizing a little from the my previous experiences are this yoga uh, Vipassana uh poor country uh, uh, uh cult like culture culturally rich again like these are the primarily th- the adjectives that come to my mind based on my previous uh, experiences with the other people so i mean now how much do you think the adjectives or the prejudices that the india yeah. or the that what I, what i told you are true or not No, I would I would agree only with the last one. The culturally rich, <laughs> this is a definitely true thing. But then I would say about the hospitality. I would say about the curiosity because you know, in in so such a few countries, people are always like you know asking you where you're from, being nice, being polite, smiling at you all the time around. Every day you go out, you you gonna meet some cool people and they're gonna talk to you, being like very kind and smiling all the time. And I don't know, sometimes they don't ask me to pay to the public transportation or like uh, yesterday I was having the lunch with the guys in the slums. That are me. That are slums. Fuck, and it's such a... Okay, this is a poor place, yeah, by the kind of by the fall, but people were welcoming me so much and I, I paid for the portion of biryani, which is like a typical dish in India. And uh, they told me like, why did you pay? Because we wanted to pay for you, you know? And it was just 100 rupees, which is a little bit more than one euro, like <laughs> dollar and I don't know, 20 cents, whatever. A pound. Yeah, a pound. <laughs> Definitely, it's a pound. But they were so like, no, no, man, you don't need to pay. We're going to pay for you. And then they, I don't know, um, proposed me the, uh, the tea chai, which is like an incredible thing about India, really. This is what I would add to the list, you know? So, uh, I, I don't know, instead of Vipassana, whatever, <laughs> it's gonna be about the chai. Of course, chai of is course. amazing. Chai okay. is and important. Yeah. By the way, my current host, Virali, is such a good tea maker, chai maker. <laughs> and we do enjoy it every day, a few times. Yeah, mixing it with uh, pancakes. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, talking about chai, I mean, making things for each other. I definitely made some nice chai, but Vlad here makes some amazing crepes, yes. pancakes, and he made some mini pancakes as well with all this honey, Nutella, and butter, and oh my God, I mean... Yeah. Like, I felt like he's hosting me rather than me hosting oh, him. No way, no way. <laughs> such an incredible guy and such incredible fun. And then we had another friend of him, Gabriel. Shout out to Gabriel. 
who came all the way who was staying around here and then he came with some beautiful biscuits from his this local bakery and he had a ball of a time as well so yeah i mean it's all about sharing these experiences and for me it's all about uh, you know bringing the world to me as long as i start traveling the world and, and you're uh, welcome to come to our places <laughs> wherever for sure, we are for sure <laughs> yeah. for sure man for sure so like i also like to add a little bit of the segment of the whole mental health uh, when it comes to traveling as well because when you're actually traveling to a new country new city there's always a little bit of anxiety i mean of course there's going to be an excitement to look at new places as well but then there's always an anxious phase also like what happens if uh, my host isn't that great or what if i'm the place i'm staying somehow something worse thing happens or something so how do, do you guys as travelers on couch surfing uh, you know tackle that as a, a in a mind mindset like you know because at the end of the day references the uh, of course couch surfing works on a referencing model but of course like references are all going to be super great that's the reason you're going to request it to stay but there are always things that are going to happen as a fallout or something like that so what how does you as a couch surfer or a traveler have a mental state in terms of selecting the host plus you know feeling all about the anxious be it the monetary thing or the thing about staying at someone's place on the security basis so yeah tell us a little bit about those i don't know i just try to believe that every every person has something to share has something to give you and to teach you about anything you know as you taught us about the uh, making tea for example so and people who come to couch surfing who are eagering to to have you know international friends for example or like even local people to host um they're already like past this uh, i don't know this filter maybe i would say okay. so i don't know i feel i feel talking about the couch surfing community i've never experienced so far any bad experience you know and maybe yeah maybe i heard some stories you know from the girls and when like guys they try to i don't know to benefit let's say from hosting them but in my case i'm like a i don't know at all white male guy so you see yeah i'm i'm pretty secured by default kind of so honestly yeah i've never experienced something something bad which would humiliate me or like make me to feel uncomfortable with with people um so i don't know what 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 would be advice of mine in that case because Yeah, just just be open, just be yourself, be honest and uh and then you will you'll feel really really comfortable since the first moment. Again, like yeah, I I wasn't hosted also from since since when? Oh, I don't know, man, when it happened because yeah, we didn't travel that much the last year, let's say, yeah. And I didn't use couch surfing recently. I was hosting a French girl in Italy. Oh wow. Yeah, that that was a great experience and I really was like looking for I don't know some cool people and I I I didn't go anywhere. I just hosted this uh, French girl and we had like four perfect days all together. Super nice. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, after after a break you hosted me and yeah, I came into into your place and I told you already at the same moment like I don't know 5 10 minutes after coming to your place I started to feel already wow, I'm in the right place and it was a good decision. uh taking it back you know after the i don't know a year and a half without uh without being hosted by anybody so i don't know just be open go go have with that and uh you at the at the end you're going to enjoy it definitely <laughs> Thank you so much for those kind words but I mean me and my roommates we have like tried our best and worked really hard to make our house a home you know like to give that vibe to give that aura to give that energy to make make anyone who comes home comfortable you know like there 
like the vibes are super important like the moment you enter a place you know you know how how are you feeling the moment you enter that place because it's the energy of the people staying in there the energy of the people coming in there coming and not there because i am a big time believer of manifesting in any energies and the auras and stuff like that because uh, the more kind the more energy the more positivity the more uh, uh, people you hang out with the let over uh, kind of gives you a broad perspective of uh, you know understanding the whole thing so like even with our home that this is still 3 months old we just been 3 months here and you are the first one that i'm hosting but still we have like worked really hard to make it you know like oh something that makes us feel peaceful as well as the people who are coming home also feel peaceful so i mean it's so much important especially since you are in the creative field the creative uh, side of things you need something that gives your mind a little bit of peace compared to you know like something that's continuously happening and also yeah i mean kudos to my roommate as well who are like super good and super lovely yeah. uh to yeah man make everyone like i know or the couch surfer like you just the first one uh, feel home i'm i'm sure sakas i remember like the, uh, yes, the day before yesterday i wasn't there yesterday itself i wasn't there and then they were making you feel the most uh, home and uh, yeah, what do you call yeah welcoming yeah it's all about atmosphere around and you guys you guys doing well really <laughs> so yeah do tell us a little bit more about your upcoming travel plans and what do you plan to go to why exactly have you chosen those places to go to uh, and yeah when are you back to kerala and when are you going back to italy okay well um <laughs> no i'm not going back to italy <laughs> uh anyway yeah i mean i'm doing my very basic travel i i guess in india now and i'm going to the kind of most most common and most popular cities so from here from mumbai i'm i'm heading to uh, rajasthan and i'm going to tra- uh, travel to jaipur udaipur and jaisalmer then uh, then again a very common thing I, i'm going to see the taj mahal <laughs> and uh, then to new delhi and uh, planning to finish my this this time journey and uh, varanasi which uh, i hope is going to be a good point like you know with all yeah. the spirituality and uh, yeah. i mean varanasi is good but as i discussed with you the other day as well if you're going to varanasi around diwali time mm-hmm. kindly please ensure that you are either staying with a local <laughs> family because diwali in varanasi is also going to be like beautiful and yeah. if you are in india especially around diwali time which is the biggest festival you definitely going to be want to stay in some place which is like it helps you understand the whole culture superbly well yeah so yeah i'm going to sp- skip my first uh, day of education which is going to be the 5th of november <laughs> but since the valley is on the 4th so i i i'd rather stay longer on my on my traveling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fair no ma'am definitely i mean you don't you don't know when you're next going to come back to india and when exactly again in ever life ever you're going to experience the valley so why not yeah definitely no i will yeah and after after coming back i'm going to stay for 3 months in uh, in india kerala um, in kerala yeah most of some of the time and then i'm going to scotland <laughs> okay so yeah i'm going to i'm going to change this like indian english uh for the scottish english <laughs> which is going to be an interesting experience definitely and so, then uh, and then by the end I, i i can i can give you some hints about what i prefer uh but so far yeah i feel very comfortable being in india <laughs> oh that's awesome and uh, yeah we have almost been in half an hour that we have been talking about so yeah. 
that's super good yeah man this is something really brilliant yeah before concluding i had a couple of questions that i would love to ask you one is uh, like if you have to rate the top 5 places countries cities that you have been to in terms of experiences uh give us a even a top 3 would be good if you can't give a top 5 like why exactly those and uh, yeah okay wow that's a good question because i i haven't uh, i haven't thought about the top <laughs> top countries but uh, what i would like to say at the beginning that traveling for me at some point i don't know a couple of no even more i don't know like four years ago i, I would say it became to be much more about people than about the places because you know you see i don't know all the temples churches buildings whatever everywhere but then there is nothing kind of behind that but when you stay with people all the experience is i don't know much more profound and yeah basically talking about people i did enjoy a lot the latin american experience so i would say like without ranking you know from from the top to down whatever like but the three best countries over there for me in terms of people there were colombia argentina and brazil why because because of the people people are so open so kind so warm and like they always say bona onda it's like a good wave you know the good way of living also and uh, i don't know whenever and wherever you go there you feel like at home really in all these countries and particularly for me which i didn't expect the ecuador was also like such a beautiful experience and the country has has itself everything inside you know the mountains the um the jungles kind of the amazonian forests and uh, also the ocean and these galapagos islands <laughs> we'll be <we're> watching about <laughs> a little bit yeah yeah so yeah uh, inside joke guys we're watching shit creek <laughs> and there was a lot of galapagos island uh, going on in where that hence the laugh but yeah coming back to you yeah so these countries are from latin america like my favorite ones personally i do love portugal in europe I do love Italy but uh, you know it's a different experience because I used to live there for two whole years in different regions and one year in south and one year in north so I know the country from inside and you know when you know it deeply you know the pros and cons yeah and that's that's not like you know being in a honeymoon phase all the time of if you, course if you travel like for even for a month or for a couple of months in somewhere you still stay in that honeymoon period but yeah. in Italy yeah I see pros and cons but I still do love and for sure it's it's so much worth it to visit and there are lots of great places great people as well and nature wise and everything so yeah um in Europe yeah I I'd rather stay like in that Mediterranean region maybe. So when we go back to the top 3 countries you said Colombia, Brazil, Argentina, right? Yeah, in terms so of people. If of if all, I yeah. may ask, what is that one quality or one amazing thing that you have picked up from that country while traveling? Like I'm sure there would be something insanely different that made you choose those countries. So like is there a particular Uh, I don't know skill or uh, I don't know an experience that you uh, uh, picked up from those countries that you are going to cherish for the life. Yeah, 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 yeah. They taught me how to share the things. Okay. They really so sharing people and so whenever you come to them, they're just like from the from the first moment. As 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 I also experience over here with you guys, really. But from the first moment, they start to share. They start to show you everything. You know, 
they are talking about some local places, some local things, traditions, culture, etc., etc. And they don't, they don't take their time, you know, to be prepared for that. They just do it directly. And this is what about the best couchsurfing experiences as well, because you have such a limited time by then, you know, in our case it's like three, four days at maximum. And so we don't have the time to, you know, to talk and to get along during the long time. So we need to start, you know, from the first moment. And this is the thing. And this is how they do in, in Latin America, for example, in my, in my case it was like that. All the time, you just go out and in half an hour you feel like you are surrounded by friends. As it is over here, fuck, I'm sorry to repeating myself. But no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah and... This is the thing, and that's what I uh, I learned from them so like much because, yeah, whenever I go out right now, you know, I don't I don't take my time to be prepared for any discussion or whatever. I am who I am. I open I'm open to the people you know around me, and maybe we're not gonna have any other chance to to communicate in our lives. Who knows? Yeah. And then you just uh, enjoy and you take your opportunity as much as you can, and that's what I learned from them definitely, definitely. So, insane, yeah. insane, man, insane. So, yeah, yeah. just one example sure, you know, sure, that sure. came to my mind. I, I stayed in uh, so-called Ilia Bella, which is like the beautiful island. Could you, could, you, could you speak the name again? Yeah, Ilia Bella. <laughs> Where is it exactly? In, in Brazil, in okay. Brazil. Yeah, and it's, it's an island in, um, in the ocean. And, you know, we came there and so, basically, the island is surrounded by the ocean. And we came there to the couchsurfing, George. Hi, George. Shout George. out to George. <laughs> yeah, shout out to George. He's a, he's a great guy. He, you know, he cut my hair, for example. Wow. <laughs> yeah. One morning he was like um, um, shaved and uh, I told him like, wow, did you cut your hair? And he said, yeah, I did it on my, on my own. And I said, oh, you can cut my, mine as well. And so he did while my couchsurfing <laughs> experience with him. So we came to his place and the island is surrounded by the ocean and you expect to go to the best beaches, you know, or something like that, but to swim in the ocean. Instead, we went to the some like waterfalls that are inside of the island and is this with a sweet water you call it, yeah, not a salty one. So I didn't expect, I didn't read about it and that was the first thing that they did with us, you know, we just went into the really like middle of the island. We found such a beautiful place, you know, surrounded by all these jungle trees and like big, uh, I don't know, big rocks, etc. with waterfalls and it was so amazing. And you know, without these local people, we would never know about that. But with Jan, with George from Couchsurfing, yeah, it was amazing, really. So cool. I mean, that's the beauty about staying with locals. Exactly. Getting in touch with locals. There is nothing better than that, really. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think we're almost coming towards the end of the podcast. And before we end, I always give a chance for the to the host to, to ask me a question if they have. So yeah, I mean, if you have to ask me one question. One, only one question. <laughs> for now, yes, because we are running a little short on time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you have one question, then I'd love to answer. Okay, may I have two? Yeah, one, sure. One but like, don't, don't ask me something like, who's your favorite uh, oh. couch surfer no, or something no, no, like no, that. No, no, sure, no, no, sure, no, no, sure, sure. No, no, go, go, Okay, go. okay. So what do you appreciate the most about couch surfing? I mean, I think this answer is something which probably goes almost on a similar basis in the whole couch surfing podcast that I do. But the whole concept, first of all, I really mm-hmm. love. Secondly, you know, like when you don't have money involved here, there's always a certain... Uh, extra uh, what do you call kindness or uh, extra givingness that all automatically comes out first of all and secondly 
the whole idea of it generating empathy for you on a global level and not just a local or a regional level that is something i extremely 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 adore about the whole couch surfing thing because uh, like the moment you experience uh, like a different different cultures and different different uh, people you are going to understand things from their perspective and their point of view so that exactly involves and enables empathy in a much much important scale so yeah that's something if i can answer your questions empathy is one word answer if i can give it to you wow cool thank you and the second question i already asked you but i'm i'm curious to re- to record that because what i experienced about india so far is that there is such a lack of space we were talking about it yesterday and so many people and they still live kind of in peace you know with all together and without having that many problems around and i'm really impressed by that fact because you know i just imagine if if there were so many people like in somewhere in europe they would have had like more conflicts maybe or something you know like that but here in india so many people and you're still all together sharing like kind of the same values but at the same moment you are having such a big diversity in religious in uh, languages in i don't know in, even if uh, in appearances of yours so what is the reason to stay in peace with all these people and how, how i mean <laughs> i'm sorry i know no you don't have to be sorry for any of the things but <laughs> i mean i think it all drops down to being adaptable i guess because the thing is if you go like i'm again providing just a point of view from my perspective not generalizing Definitely. but i mean i've read sapiens the book by yuval uh, uh, i forgot the I like i yes him and uh, i mean the thing is we as homo sapiens uh, are adapt to different 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 uh, places and the whole geographical uh, geographical or anywhere so i mean when you come here like the people from generations have kind of adapted to being you know staying on all those of compact sizes and not just india i think if you see hong kong china yeah. per se they are like even compacter sizes than uh, of course if you see the slum side of india then of course that but i mean in general also like hong kong china even japan for that matter there are a lot of compact sizes and compact places now suddenly if you put someone who has always uh, stayed in a very open space or a low, larger space of course they won't be comfortable even with the idea for that matter but when you when you put someone like from let's say someone who has already stayed in this compact size of india in a compact size of china or compact size of hong kong they'll definitely be able to adapt much 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 better compared to that and much in in that case live peacefully as well so i mean it's all about the adaptability adaptability of generational thing that comes into picture which is why again it brings into the peace factor as well because they are kind of much more content with the way they are staying with their living and used to living i mean maybe once you progress in life uh, uh, financially and uh, su- you get success and you probably end up going staying in somewhere uh, larger house spaces xyz stuff then maybe you might not be comfortable back because you've now gotten much more adapted with the bigger uh, houses and all so i guess it's all about uh, adaptability and the whole locality i guess i mean if we go back to that shit creek that we are watching it's almost the same thing the whole big family who's used to staying in mansions now 
I have to go back to that staying into a motel, motel, and how the whole in the initial part they were like super, super, super unadaptable and thinking uh, when can they go out and but slowly and steadily with the whole things of the events that unfolded and the locality that they experienced and they become super super uh, and in the last few episodes if you see he's uh, the main main guy is gonna saying like i wouldn't uh, exchange that motel staying at motel for a even for a breath uh, last breath of mine or something like that so i mean you can say how peaceful and how adaptable they got I mean, that's just one perspective I'm talking about. But I mean, I guess that answers your peaceful questions, question about peace. So, I mean, we as homo sapiens are probably adaptable or just yeah. understand, learn to adapt to being on the atmosphere, sorry, locality and expo, expo, uh, environment. So, yeah, I mean, I hope I answer the questions on yeah, a practical so level. Much. That was so, so on that note, we are almost about to conclude our podcast. And yeah, feel free to add Vladimir on the couch surfing or on Instagram. You can just give your handles. Then you can follow me on Instagram, which is M-M-M-A-R-K-O-V-K-A. Markovka. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I'm your host, Viral Shah, and my Instagram is VIRLLLL if you want to give me a follow. Or, yeah, just uh, hit follow on the Chai with Chai Ofi podcast. We'll be available on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. And, and if you have any questions, if you have any doubts pertaining to couch surfing or something like that, feel free to drop me an email, reach, reach out to me over Instagram DMs and yeah, that's about it. That's your host Viral Shah signing out. Thank you and stay tuned for the next Shayofi podcast.